Welcome to the PopGo Project Podcast, a platform for the discussion and discovery of arts and entertainment. We focus on highlighting people and events that add value to the world around us. Visit us on all social media platforms by searching The PopGo Project or visit our website at thepopgoproject.com. Welcome to the show and thank you so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Are you still cutting your own grass? Are you still trying to get your landscaping to look perfect on your own? That sounds sweaty. That sounds like a lot of work. That sounds like a job for Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Family-owned and operated Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services, located on Kern Street in Exeter near Blue Ribbon Dairy, has the quality and experience to get your yard looking its best. The Garden Center offers plants, trees, sod, mulch, rocks, flowers, topsoil, grass seed, straw bales, and much more while the Lawn and Landscaping Services offers mowing, trimming, planting, and full landscaping. And also new at Keller's Garden Center is the Zen Chaser Bonsai Studio, offering bonsai trees, supplies, and classes. Visit them on their social media page for more info. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services. Get your free estimate today. This episode is also brought to you by Paulson Tours. For almost 30 years, this family-owned and operated business has been sending people to sports games, racing events, concerts, vacations, and more. I myself have been using Paulson Tours for trips to Red Sox games, wine festivals, and an annual guy's trip to Boston for St. Patty's Day for almost 15 years. Check out the current trips being offered over at paulsontours.com. Life's a trip. Go with Paulson Tours. Good evening. <laughs> Nick Coyle, Johnny Nova of the band Death Valley Dreams. How are you guys doing? Good, dude. How you doing? You know Good. what's amazing? Well, Let me tell you what's amazing. We're all friends. We've been friends for, I don't know, what, 20 years, maybe 20 plus years, right? Right. Yeah. I have your cell phone numbers. Okay? <laughs> and this was arranged not by us. <laughs> yeah, we don't live that far away from each other either. Yeah, and I had to they go were three, through. We're all three blocks from each other. <laughs> I had to go through your publicist. Hey man, yeah, I don't to know. Get you guys. <laughs> I mean, you could have just called one of us or texted one of us too. I mean, well, I think Nick and I were yet. back and forth a few times, but I know you guys are oh, busy. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to look back, and um, I'm not trying to blow up your spot at all. I'm trying to think of, uh, and I wasn't like aggressive. I was just like, hey, you know, if you ever want to do something, that was this is back in May. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you, yeah, you're like, yeah, man, definitely. What days do you do it? And I said, what, what was up? And then, you know, that was May, and summer got here, and we all got busy. And you guys are obviously uh, very busy with the band. So, uh, what, yeah, you just kind of slipped. I was definitely going to follow back with you. You it's know, it's all good. I'm not mad. Yeah, I think it's funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Throws the guilt trip right on. Coming right in hot with the guilt. Yeah, thanks a lot. You need though. You need to get yourself. You need to get yourself an assistant so our people can call your people. <laughs> I'm not big enough the- for people yet. I don't, I'm not hey. big enough for people yet. I'm still well, doing this out of my basement, if you can't tell. You know? Well, hey, it's fake it till you make it. You hey. know what I mean? Well, well, thanks for joining me. Shout out to Tori, uh, who uh, helped set this up. Very nice. Yeah, she's awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah, she's great. So, yeah, it was funny. I, I hooked up with Joe Caviston, who directed me to the head of that uh 
outfit there. And it was funny. She came back. She's like, yeah, I got tons of bands. And the first one was Death Valley Dreams. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is amazing. How much is she giving? How much is she giving you for this? I can't, she told me I couldn't say. <laughs> okay. Okay. Split it yeah. with us. I'll meet at St. Marie Goretti's uh, church picnic this year. Pay the pancakes on you. <laughs> I guess I owe you that. Yeah. <laughs> so how you guys been? I mean, it's been a long time since we've actually seen each other face to face. Um and uh, obviously Death Valley Dreams is is back, right? Like they were it was a band back in like 2016 and yep. it kind of disappeared. I don't know what year around that was, but now it's back. Um it's really two, yeah, 2007, 16. Well yeah. when we did the cold thing for yeah, we figured you know, it was really we were doing it and then um you know it was just like I got a call from Scooter of Cold and he asked about playing guitar and he had a record he wanted to do. And so, um, you know, I kind of just like went out there to kind of help him out and see how that, you know, just, we didn't really break up Death Valley Dreams per se. It was just kind of no. like, I, let's go out and let's try to do something. Let's try to do something new or whatever. It's just, there was a tour bus involved. We were just like, yeah, there it is. Bus. See, there's a role in rock and roll on a tour bus. So, Rock and roll. Yeah, we did that, and then you know, COVID on. happened, and then it kind of just extended. I think everything a little longer because there was just a whole period where nobody did anything. So, right. Um, you know, from there, you know, Johnny and I talked about like you know when we were gonna bring this stuff back around because I mean we still continued to work on music the whole time. So it was just a matter of when it was the right time to do it. And then this spring, I mean, it was more, I guess, over the fall of last year, we kind of really seriously talked about it again. And we're like, you know, these songs are just too good to us. And they just mean too much to us to like, let, let this go. And to, you know, from have it, have it live in a basement forever. You know, the other thing is like, you know, I feel like we were, helping scooter live his dream and that's not our dream you mm -hmm. know what i mean so like i i feel like you know it was one like, man yeah one man's know. dream it's is another man's like nightmare. A lead singer it's not even a lead singer thing like where i couldn't handle being the, the in the background you know it was just i think it's you know this is our our baby and cold is his baby so like you know that band just ran its course for what what we were doing and we wanted to move on to this thing you know yeah well i mean it, it's funny like i've been part of I, I think anyways every project that um that, you know nick specifically has been a part of um we won't get into the, the details but i mean lifer my downfall the drama club stardock champion you said cold and i think death valley dreams is my favorite I mean, and they're all good in their own different way. But I mean, I think yeah. this, I remember when you guys did like a show for us or opened up um, like a fuzz fest side stage yeah. thing back in oh, the day. Oh, with the AWOL Nation. Like Weezer and yeah, Weezer and yeah. AWOL Nation. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the songs that are, are on the uh, the original album from 2016, they're all just really good. And then you just had a, a new EP come out uh, called Ships in the Night that was back in just, just this past June. Well, right? it's really like so. What we're doing with the songs is we're, we're 
every song is like these newer songs is kind of like a drip release or waterfall release they're calling it now i guess sure. where basically you know we had the first song and then the second song that becomes a two song ep and then the next one so it will become a full album that we don't really know the title of yet but ships in the night necessarily isn't necessarily the name of the ep that was Got just it. the newest okay. of the yeah so there, we're just releasing singles now that build into an album Got it. Okay. It's a new, it's like a new format and it's kind of, I mean, I don't do people listen to consume music and a whole album's worth. Not anymore. Like really these days. Yeah. Cause it's not a thing. Like, it, it, and I hate it because I, I like writing in that format, like as one big idea or something yeah. and connecting together. But I don't, people just don't, you know, those days are kind of not there anymore. I people say that a release. lot on the show. It sucks. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for attention span, I don't know what you blame it on, but. Yeah, I don't know. Then, you know, the reason, I guess, for doing, like, this sort of thing is because, you know, like, you release that song, and then you put the other two that came before it, and then the hope is that they listen to the new one and just let it let it keep going, and then eventually they will hear a whole album. Yeah. You know, but I also you think could've... that it lets, it lets people be familiar with each song, too. So there, I do think there is an upside to that, because... You know, in the past, I think people released an album and there's maybe two or three good songs on the whole album and the rest is shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all filler. So then, you know, why even really release those songs? Well, I, you know? I like it. I like it, too, because and I'm, I'm, I'm pro and I'm against it. Right. But the one reason I like it is because now I can get, you know, new music from my favorite artists on a more regular basis. Yeah, sure. That's the and for is, artists, it's better because you can promote an album one time, like an album cycle for like six weeks. You can maybe pop it up, and then once you're done, it's done. Then you wait another year to make a record. It's just, it just doesn't seem to work like that anymore, really. You know, that's the other thing too. I guess like you know, you don't want to like you know when you create something, you you kind of want to just get it out of your mind and then put it out and then move yeah. on to the next thing. Whereas if you're you're going in like four year increments, you know, there's some bands that wait like four years between albums. And it's like, I couldn't even imagine by the time the album came out, you weren't even in the same mindset you were when you started writing the record. So yeah. I think it's a better yeah. way to kind of streamline your own creativity to like. You know, yeah. And also like, you know, like you said before, maybe you put out an album, there's two good songs, the rest of it's garbage. Now it's like, if you release a song and like, it, maybe it's not received that well. Um, so it's pressure. It's pressure. Cause no, I feel like if you do it and that song stinks, it's just going to sink it. There's like, there's a pressure there for that, you know? Yeah. But now you can just it's creating a singles based world. All the songs have to be good, which yeah. back in, you know, that's what it was like when the Beatles were around when they started, everything was, they weren't releasing. Two minute singles. You know what I mean? Well, let's say the single sucks, though. Now you can come back in, you know, four weeks with something better. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Johnny, Instead of waiting yeah. four years and being exactly. like, oh, man, we've got, we got to take the critics for four years. Four it's years? Like, yeah, just, it's a or quick what, correction. Or what, like 14, like Tool. And speaking of Tool, yeah, Johnny, right? Johnny, I feel like you are, Johnny, I feel like you, you are trying to uh, uh, summon... Um, Maynard. Maynard, to a degree. Blanket, oh, no. well, you're very like, 
it's just kind of like a silhouette outline of yourself. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm a sh- I'm gonna be the shadow. I just see like your. Is he that dark job. to you? Because I see yeah. like I see his whole face and it's bright. Really? Mm-hmm. Good for me. What do you? I don't know. I'm gonna go with a uh, little tool esque vibe from Johnny. All right, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> I wouldn't be either. Yeah, that's a good. That's a, thank you. That's a good thing. <laughs> We're playing with Tool. Yeah. Uh, For real? Aftershock. Um, yeah. The 5th of October. Oh, shit. Jackson, California. Yeah, so I feel like you guys came back, and it's been uh, pretty well received. I feel like the song Ships in the Night kind of uh, was climbing the charts a, a bunch. Um, have you done anything differently with this? Uh, I don't want to call it a second round, because you said it wasn't like it was never broken up, but have you done anything differently with this rebirth or or whatever you want to call it uh yeah we got, we got a new drummer we got jasper um which we met while we were on tour with cold um he was in a band called black satellite um and he was killer drummer and we were just like man we gotta steal this kid you know what i mean so we kind of yeah. kept that in the back of our mind yeah and then getting off tour you know we made that happen and we we stole him away <laughs> so we added him Good. And then Ryan Williams, okay. You know he was. You know, you know Ryan. We've yeah. He's been. In he was our things. tech. He was our tech, and then he was. In, he was one of the people encouraging us to to do it again. Like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing with this? Why are you doing <laughs> this? And he just, you know, you know Ryan. So Ryan yeah. kind of half sort of motivated us. Plus, we met. There's people like in guy in like Iowa came out, and he was just like, well, "So what's up with that?" And I'm like, "How would some guy in Iowa know about Death Valley Dream?" And I was just like, interesting. And then, you know, the guy, I mean, we should do this. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Jasper's killer. Ryan, That's awesome. So. Are the songs in the writing process different at all from the, the first record? Um. Yeah. <laughs> I think other than we got some new synthesizers, probably not. I mean... Yeah. Shout, shout out to American with, Musical. <laughs> I mean, we really... You know, I, I feel like the the formula, or if it's a formula to what we do, is like it pretty much starts from playing around with sounds on synth. On a synth you know what I mean? It's it's just a lot of messing around, and then it ends up as just something. Like you hear a sound, you're like, oh wow, I could hear this, and then it morphs into that, and things come together really quick when you're playing with different soundscapes and things like that, I believe, as opposed to just like, like in the past, you know, sometimes I, I've written things on just piano or on guitar, or I just feel like synths and different sounds and arpeggiators and, and things like that just open your mind up to a different, a different palette of sounds that I guess that, you know, aren't the typical ones that everyone's using. Yep. Now, Nick, have you found that this? I, I feel like all of your your um, bands, like it's it's all been so so great. Um, have you found this to be easier? Like uh, as far as um, this stuff is like exactly out? like what I where I want to be. These are the you know the style of this like is the style of music that I've listened to my whole life. You know, I guess with the lifer thing, you know, it was a time when 
we were young and there was that's kind of what was happening but i still listened to this type of stuff i was never into heavy screaming stuff it just so happened to be that's how i got known as so it was kind of unfortunate for me because it was like you're the guy who screams and does this it's like actually i hate screaming i hate it <laughs> i can't even listen to it and it hurts my throat so you know i feel like this is just there's no there's no like creative boundaries or there's no we don't have to try to be one one thing or have to compete with another group of bands like you know in the lifer thing it was we were in the active rock genre and you know there's you know there's all kinds of music business business politics involved where it's you got to kind of fit in with this group of people over here and you know don't be too different or we don't know where no. to put you you know so like yeah. instead of playing any of those games like that i think our whole thing about this was just to not care about any of those things and to just do exactly what we want to do. And if people like it, they do. And if they don't, they don't, but luckily it seems to be, like you said, it's being well received. So yeah, I think it's working for it. Yeah. Well, it's doing it for the right reasons. I don't think I don't really write songs with anybody hearing it in mind. You know what I mean? Don't write songs for other people. Don't really go, Oh, I'm going to try to do, something for this purpose you just write a song that you want to listen to when you go for a ride in the car and then eventually just end up putting them out which you know apparently it works so write for yourself i think that's a big i think that's an important thing just please yourself you can please yourself and other people like it awesome but if you don't and you're writing for another reason i don't think a lot of people are successful writing like that trying to write for something because it's not sincere it's not real it's just it's contrived nonsense yeah you're also if you i feel like if you're if you're doing that, if you're say you're trying to write with what's current and what's happening now, well, by the time we hear it, it's already happened. So like, if that's your, your plan, you're already two steps behind all the time. So <laughs> yeah, well, success is something to give yourself, you know, you just, I feel just, you just do whatever. You, yeah. Like what Johnny says, you just, yeah. fame is something people, Fame is the curse other people put on you, but success is something that you make. If you feel like you've done it and like, oh, this is awesome and you're happy, that's it. And you put it out there and people like it, awesome. If not, you, it was still a success because you like it. Yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, a comfort in removing that stress too of writing for someone yeah, else. Yeah, there's no reason to ever. I don't think there's any reason. To, I, you can, I can, you know, think about how many bands you hear that have the same formula. That just never change, never get. I'm not pointing out any names, and they just keep dragging like a dead horse around for like years and years and years, and it's just like they're trying to recreate instead of like just stopping. Like, what do I want to do right now? That's it. What do I want to do right yeah, now? I've for always yourself? been fans of the bands that like took chances and like, you know, maybe maybe they failed, but yeah, that Radiohead know, they record could have a shitty record, but. Then maybe their fourth record after that is amazing. I mean, Pink Floyd. Not that any of the earlier records were shitty, but in today's in today's standards, you know what I mean? Never if, got a second if, record. They would have never. There'd be no Dark Side of the Moon. There'd be no The Wall. Because after Echoes, they'd have been out. They'd have been out. They're like, oh God, you're. This is real weird. Why is this one side of the album one song? Doesn't have a chorus or vocals. Even gone. Now? Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, that's a, that's a big difference. 
you got to develop yourself now. Yeah, that's for sure. And now that you guys have, uh, you know, are are doing this 110 percent, and you got uh, some new band members, is there anything else you've done, maybe behind the scenes, to help? With all the you know the processes and just to get your name out there There's, again. Well, we also started working with Josh Falls, so okay. yeah, Josh is managing us now, and that's that's been a huge, huge thing for us. It's like we yeah. we found somebody that's he's not just a manager. I mean, he's a friend first. I mean, mm-hmm. we've known him for a long time as well. So it's like it, it's just the right partnership for this band. It's like he totally gets what we are, and like he's he's just the right guy for this, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, Josh Ball in general is like you are vibe. He's just the right guy for whatever yeah. he might need. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was sure. more like we were saying, like, dude, we need Josh to get it to manage us, and he. So like, we hit him up, and we at like, he's like, let's go out for dinner or whatever. So we went out, we were talking to him. He's like, I never managed a band before. You know, like we don't care. We're like that. It's like everything. He likes the music. Succeeds. Good enough. You know, like yeah. you, you're a hard worker, and I know, like you're passionate, and mm-hmm. and you do things for the right reasons, and that's why he's successful. So, you know, what? he was just like, "All right, I'll give it a try." You know what I mean? And it was just like that. It's like now, and, and since then, it's just like, you know, it was the smartest move we ever made. Yeah, Josh is a great guy. He's been on the show before too, and. Um, I haven't told him this. I, I've been contemplating and I've been like very hesitant. I, I, I'm half tempted to just reach out to him and be like, "Will you be my mentor?" <laughs> just because I have yeah. so much respect for him. The, the, you know, his, as a business person, as a musician, as you know, helping you guys with what you're doing. And you said it perfectly. He does things for the right reason, which I mean, yeah, that's hard to find because people have their ulterior motives, right? Like they, they do things to like better themselves or whatever it might be. He's not like that. No, no. And that's hard to find in this business, man. It's really, you know, it's like, we've been doing this a long time and there's been all kinds of people that have come and gone and, you know, there's not saying that they're all scumbags, you know what I mean? But there's, there's good people and bad people. Josh is just one of the very best I've ever come across. Yeah. So Josh, if you're watching this, this is me asking you to be my mentor. You guys are dating now. I don't have the balls. I don't have the balls. No, no intended, yet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to text you myself. I'll have to do it through a podcast with the, the band. You <laughs> yeah, he, he gets things done. Like, I don't know. You never worked with anybody who said they're going to do something and then just does stuff. Like, we're yeah, busy. what does he do for you guys? Everything. Like, I mean, I'm not saying everything, but. I mean, for instance, just, like, right we did our photo shoot this was even before this is what made us decide like not decide but like it was a huge thing so like we were at a photo shoot shoot at noir and he was there and he's like you guys want to play aftershock and louder in life this year and we're like yeah and he's like all right cool what's your email like, the phone. he's like check your email and two offers came right into my email and it's like who's got the power to just throw you on two of the biggest festivals in the country, you know what I yeah, mean? Well, so, they did. They also heard us. So they kind of had a heads up too. So it wasn't just like, you know, it wasn't just all favors. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Sure, it's, obviously. They, yeah. 
they had heard the music or whatever, but it, I mean, because at that time it was, you know, like as we were pushing a couple songs and like the Reckless Heart song came out and Feel This No More came out. So we were, you know, Traction was building on these new songs again. And then, you know, he became interested and and kind of reached out to us as well. And he's friends with Ryan and he's known Ryan for a long time too. You know, like the yeah. whole Motionless and White camp, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's... It's just part of our little NEPA scene that we got going on here. You I know what it, I mean? Right? <laughs> so much comes out of here. People don't, a lot of people don't realize. Dude, you know? I mean, I've been saying it for, I feel like I've been saying it since I had a radio show back in 2017 when I started it. So this is like six years ago. Obviously the show is no more, but I remember, you know, I, I was introduced to so many new bands doing that show uh, outside of the ones I already knew, obviously. And I was just like, I can't believe this stuff comes out of here. I mean, there's yeah, so yeah. many talented musicians. I mean, and Nick and, and Johnny have been part of so many of them, right? Um, it's just it's just crazy. Like I would put this area yeah. up against anyone. Oh, else. anywhere. But almost anywhere. I mean, yeah. or anywhere, honestly. It's because again, everything this area has a real like blue collarness to it. It's just like I don't know. I just feel like the musicians try a little harder. They, and people they, kind of expect more. They practice a little more. I don't know what it is, but I've been all over in different areas. And it's like, you know, I see some of their local talent, if you will. And then <laughs> I can I compare it to all of them. man, talent. where are you going with this, man? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's like there's, yeah. there's just places I've been. And it's like, or even, you know, things that I've been a part of where like I somebody that I like put up on a pedestal of like a amazing musician and then to find out that they're you know the dude that you played with in in high school is twice as good as them you know what I mean you see it yeah (laughs) there's a different level of acceptable there's look we have a lot of great musicians you know like this there's a high concentration of people who are just really good musicians did you say like, it was like bob hope or somebody always said that this area was like a if you can make it here you can make it anywhere because people ex- demand they demand uh they demand you know higher quality for their for their money i think it was bob hope i think it's an east coast thing that. too east yeah, coast sure. thing. yeah it's jersey it's cold yeah, out I mean, in the winter time we're just we're cold, angry. We're a little angry. Yeah, yeah, a little angry. Yeah, right? This is like holes. And I'm gonna give you that adds to it. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that's part if say we lived on the beach, I feel like we'd be band. hanging out at the beach all day long. <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't yeah. would be playing instruments. We'd yeah, be like Cal- yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of talent out of California, but it's like such a I heard, I heard, I've never been to California before, but I heard like just the pe- the way people move is just so much slower. Yeah. Like, and over here, we're just very like, sure. got to get things done. And, and they're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, man. What? Yeah. And it's those places where everybody from California, none of them are from California. They're all oh, from sure. like yeah, they're off, Ohio yeah, they, or Connecticut. Like, oh, yep. they're all transplants. It's, yeah. it's rare to meet. The, the, the native Californians are like amazing people. A lot of the sure. people that migrate out there, are uh they're still angry they're like angry well that's just, it's, it gets kind of gross out there though too you know it's yeah. just a lot of especially people especially now doing things for yeah. the wrong reasons again it's like everybody 
will stab anyone in the back to get ahead out there. It's, it's sure. just all about moving forward and, and shaking hands and being nice for connections. And it's just, you know, that's just, people in this area are just not wired like that. I feel like we just see through that bullshit. Yeah. And it's, it's fake like, over there kind of to a degree. Yeah. And to a degree. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I, just, I think it's, it's something in our, it's in our water or in our genes from just being here, you know? Susquehanna, my yeah. fires, potholes. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can only run over so many potholes before you, you know what I mean? You lose your mind. Yeah, if you're not angry because of the coal, you're gonna you're angry because you just hit a fucking pothole and bent your rim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I spent a lot of my life on, on coal banks. Kid, hanging out in coal banks. Jeez. We have a lot of coal banks. We do. <laughs> good times. Yeah, so good times. Good times. Looking for so that's why you what? end up yeah. not getting guitar for your birthday sometime when you're young, and you yeah. know, the next thing you know, you know. Well, there's always this, this stigma about this area too. Like, there's nothing to do. Maybe that's also uh, a favorable thing in, sure. in the music sense. That hey, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna find something to kind of dive into and you know learn an instrument and create music and things like that so maybe it's a good thing for for some people oh yeah. definitely save our lives creative and this or yings and wings either this or yings and wings you know yeah <laughs> that's funny we're like we're very blue collar like i think like a lot of people like, we have like a very east coast thing mm-hmm. it's actually a black like, very what's that <laughs> It's actually a black collar. Yeah, we're all wearing black yeah. collar. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so cold. It's the modern spin on blue collar. It's not cold yet, man. It's still it's what September. Say September thirteenth. Uh, it's hot. We it just spent hot. We just spent the last two days in a cornfield shooting a new video. Oh, really? And it was hot. It was very hot. Yeah, that'll do it. And uh, a lot of mosquitoes. Like right now, I'm probably the most sore i've been in probably five years <laughs> i mean you're getting I, older. a lot of running you're getting older well there was just a lot of running <laughs> and like i was covered in mud yeah you fell um there was like a scene where i have to trip and so i think we shot that like seven times and i was just going for it every time we got all it on the first one. We were just enjoying it so much. All or nothing. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I was I was in it to win it. So like I was just flailing around out there in the mud up to the last two days. And can you, can you say what that song is for, or what the video? For a new single, "Leave Me Alone." Okay. So it also features Brandon. Randy Yagley of uh, Crowbot. Very cool. When's that another, expected out? Um, September twenty second. Oh, so that's soon. Yeah, so the song comes right? out. I thought it was Halloween. And then, well, the song comes out on the 22nd, and then the video comes yeah. out on the night before Halloween. Okay, so this will come out actually before the the song. It should, anyways. So uh, if you're watching or listening to this, go check out the new single. Leave me alone. Check it out. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. But yeah, well, it's cool with, like, you know, this, this new song with Brandon. It's, you know, we... Um, you know, originally, I guess the story of the song is we had this other guy Luke. in mind. Can we say Luke? No, I probably no. should. Matt now. I probably should say his name. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, this guy Luke. 
No, I said you shouldn't say his name. That's only his, there's a lot of Lukes out there. Uh, not when you describe it in the way that I was going to say from a band from the UK with a high voice. See, now you want the extra. You went now. See, I just Dude, said, well, you just said that. Jesus. See that I've already been saying. I, I've already not said the name and other things, and just said UK band. Run all voice. around it. Yeah, right, well, you just no more. And no more. So originally, that's what you know. We we had we had this i this song, and then we we heard a higher voice for parts in the song, and originally there was another idea for that and then that fell through and then we were like okay well who do we know that has this high voice that we're looking for and it was just like oh wait a minute brandon it's perfect it's like he was here the whole time like why don't we think of that so like i called him up and he was i sent him the song and he was just like dude i'm in i love the song so who's, he's, who's brandon brandon from crowbot oh right brandon yeager okay Yeager. Yeah, yeah. okay so awesome. and then he came down and he tracked he tracked his parts here at my studio and then yeah i mean he, he was in the video too he came down and i mean he killed it he killed it the past two days i had him run oh, yeah. through the cornfield and covered <laughs> in mud too yeah when you <laughs> said he was in the video i didn't put the two and two together that he was actually like on the song too yeah, yeah he was yeah. The, he was corn he was in the corn with us very cool so yeah he's on the song and and uh it's a really and, cool collaboration man it really our voices it, you know it's it's funny because we did back in covid we did a little like everyone was doing those like you know live stream covid sessions whatever type videos you know what i mean so we did hunger strike by temple of the dog oh nice and um johnny you were on that and aaron fink um brian quinn from candlebox um, was I on that one, or was the guy from Filter I was on one with? I did that Filter one, didn't I? Yeah, you with did the Filter one. Gino or something. I think you did the second one too. I might have done that one too. Yeah, I don't remember. I know. <laughs> well, we did. I, so I, we, I had like the worst we memory. We did that song, you know what I mean? And it was like, wow, we sound really good together. You know what I mean? Our voices just really went well together. So, like, I thought, okay, this will definitely work. It's not even a matter of. You know what will it sound like? I already know what it'll sound like, and it and it sounded really good. So, I mean, I love music videos just because you know we grew up in an MTV era where they were yeah. they were they actually existed. Um, obviously, they're important today because you can put them on YouTube and it's content, yada yada yada. But I mean, not every band does these, and um, I love them, and I'm, I'm glad that bands still do. Why why are they important for you guys? I think that retention of a store and people watch something, even if they don't like the song, if you watch, I've watched videos of songs I hated. So regardless, you'll still, you, you, it just keeps, I think it keeps people's attention. Also, I mean, the song's good and the song, you know, should be enough, obviously, but, you know, as you're watching it, sometimes if there's a storyline in, in a video or something, it retains people and they just keep, they'll keep watching it. Yeah. And this video is epic. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I was, we were laughing about how nuts it looked. It's, it was crazy. It's like cinematic. There's a story. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's, honestly, it's more of a film than it is. Yeah, a, it's like a short film, yeah. I mean, it's not the typical, um, you know, like, we're not, like, just... iPhones in the rehearsal space. It's a pretty yeah, clever editing or something. Playing it, just playing in a room, lip-syncing the, the song. That's not really what it is. It's It's a story, and there's a thing going on, so it's... 
It's very cool. And I'm, I'm super excited for people to see it for sure. Cause I'm excited yeah. to see it. We it's haven't even store. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's so cool that like there's a, a story behind. It. Like, yeah, I was I was just part of a a music video shoot um for the band Don't Panic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. They, it should Good. be coming out. I mean, today's uh, Wednesday the thirteenth. It should be coming out in two days, the the fifteenth. Um, so I'm actually just trying to see if uh that's still the plan because I want to talk about it, but. Uh, cause I want to talk about the concept because it, 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 again, it goes back to like what you say, like there's, there's, um, there's something behind it. It's not just so you guys plan in a warehouse, like that's, that's been done before. Yeah. It's still been done before. Like you yeah. don't want to see that. Yeah. Um, so I just sent him a message to see if he's it's still planning on being released, but like so much time. And I don't think people understand how much time and energy you're, you're, you're saying yourself, like you're running through <laughs> cornfields, falling in the mud and all that kind of shit. I mean, it's a long day. If it's just two one days. days, yeah. So yours too. Like when I was doing this, this music video with these guys, it was you know for just for me, it was a twelve-hour day. They were there before I got there. Um, I helped them load out, but I mean the the amount of time spent afterwards by the you know the, the editors and things like that, hours upon hours upon hours oh, for a three-minute a three-minute video. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't think people get that. You're- I don't know if you can see this, but here's <laughs> here's me putting on my makeup. Is that mud? AKA mud. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. That's awesome. Also known as cow shit and fertilizer. Mm. I'll tell you what, his skin looks great though. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe better. it. I couldn't believe it after we uh I got home and I took a shower and I was like, man. My skin is the softest that has ever been in my entire life. I'm like, you should bottle that mud over there and sell it because it's like, <laughs> there's something in it. Now, do you guys go into the video shoots with an idea that you guys came up with, or is that left up to the? So this uh, one, yeah, this was an idea that I had um, for the video. I don't want to really tell about it. I'd rather people just see it kind of for the first time, but just sure. know that there's corn involved. <laughs> corn or corn. Corn, corn, corn with the There's cornfields. There's mud and and um, lots of running. <laughs> but um, so it was a concept that I had, and um, a good friend of ours has been working with us, Gene Shaw, and he's he's like a visual effects artist and and video editor, and he's done some really big things, and he's living out in California now, but um. He actually, we've been talking for the last two months about this video, I think. And he literally had every scene, every shot that he needed to get. I mean, he came in so prepared for this thing. It was like, you know, shot lists, what what camera angle, what lens to use. And and we just went there and we just listened to him and we banged it out. Um, so it was really amazing to see how someone took my idea and after you know a two-hour conversation on the phone it turned into this whole other world of things and we started adding you know things and (laughs) just it just built into this monster i mean it just the whole process is cool i just think it's especially when it's the band who kind of has the boss buying a drone around i mean like you know, like, and again, it's not a big Hollywood budget, you know what I mean? But it's, I, I feel like it, it's going to look like it. If you have a team of people that know what they're doing 
and they care about what's going into it and you're prepared for what you're going to, you know, you're going to go in and do, I think you could, you could do a lot. I think creativity, I think trumps big Hollywood budgets any day, you know, for sure. video, okay, go video with the people yeah, on the treadmills. the treadmills. Yeah. You know what I mean? What could that have cost them? Just meals Time. for them to get together and yep. practice that little choreography thing. You know, that's yeah. really Time. Cost them yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the vision and they just banged it out. So. Yeah. I, and there's, I mean, obviously there's, there's money involved too with it, with the time you spend doing all this kind of stuff. But like you said, you could do it for fairly way less than a way lot less. of bands do, Right. You know yeah. I mean? It's speaking of it's like nice Guns having Roses, talented friends. The yeah. Guns N' Roses November yeah. rain video, I think, how much did that video cost? Like well over a million dollars. I know that. Let's look it up. You keep talking. What do you got? The internet over there? Oh yeah, I got. I got. I'm rich over here. <laughs> do you need to get? Yeah. You need to get yourself a Jamie so you can have him look it up. Yeah, Jamie, look that up. Pull it up. <laughs> One day up. I'll I'll be the I'm, I'm the up and coming Joe Rogan for anyone who <laughs> wants to know. And uh, cost. Um, yeah, 1.5 million. Jesus, Jesus. That's what God. I'm saying. Right. Who, whoever would spend that on a on a video these days? Well, back then you kind of had to. Yeah, you need a helicopter movie, for a drone um, shot. You know, did you like, see the movie X or Pearl? Those they're no. kind of like horror movies. They go together. Hmm. Maybe, no? maybe. What's is that the the girl in the field in the barn? Is there? Yes. Okay, so yes, I have. It's yes. like really weird shot kind yes. of thing. Yep. They yeah. shot each Through of windows. those movies for a million dollars. Each one was a million dollars. So that video or that movie, the entire movie costs less than less. November Rain video. That's nuts. <laughs> How long is November Rain, too? Like that. How long is that yeah, video? Like, Seven minutes? Well, it's a long song. 15, a, 15 minutes. This is fucking no, long. No, it's not, but it could be. Well, it's I mean. Long, it's not a movie. <laughs> so um, I got permission to talk about this video, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about it just because i thought the concept was awesome and you guys are you know kind of into that it seems um so the band don't panic uh the, the song name is called the long road or the long way man i should probably know this but uh <laughs> that's terrible of me. but uh you're blowing it i am blowing it my five listeners are gonna fucking kill me uh, <laughs> so ted lead singer messaged me and said hey we're doing this music video uh would you be interested in being a part of it I was like, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, I'm always interested to kind of see the behind the scenes type stuff. Uh, did you play a role in it? Like, or? I actually did, and I didn't know it until I got there. Like, I had no idea. They were just looking for the long. It's called the long way, not the long road. I think the long road is a song by Nickelback. The long way by Don't Panic. Man. Um. So he he said, I have this idea. I want you to be a part of it. Didn't tell me what what kind of like aspect or capacity, but. He said, I'm I'm gonna do this thing where um it's gonna be a weekend at Bernie's type of scenario. Yeah. And we uh, we had this big show coming up, we're gonna pay a lot of money, and he, Ted, gets killed right before they're set to play. Tragic. So they they weekend at, at Bernie, him throughout the video. Yeah. Uh, so cool. he's yeah, so he's playing, um, you know, he's performing and he's like kind of like leaning up against the the microphone. Uh, this is oh, how this is out right now, by the way. It's on YouTube. Um, 
so yeah so there's that and the guys kind of prop them up and things like that and then like there's an episode or a scene where uh we're playing poker and he's just kind of like he actually wins the hand but you know he's dead so there's that there's a a scene where and i'm the oh i'm the host of the party like i pay these guys to to play the 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 house party yeah and uh so i i i buy cocaine and uh, so I give all these band guys cocaine and he's, he's dead. So I pat him on the back saying, let's go. You're up next. And he falls face first into it. Um, it just, <laughs> it was just, and the way he just like his brain worked and the whole, the whole process was just like really neat to be a part of. And yeah. when, he, when he told me about them, I'm like, that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. So and it's, it's cool of- to see it's again, it's cool to see for him. I'm sure to see his vision of it come to life. You know what I mean? Because it's just, it's just a thought in your head for a while. And then, you know, now you're watching it on YouTube and everyone can see it. So it's, yeah, it's very I, cool. I saw the 10 second uh, intro prior to be released and it was like, wow, Man, that's amazing. Like, it was just 10 seconds. That's the other thing is now the like the equipment that the consumer has. Yeah. Better than the, so it's probably better, better than November rain cameras. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say an iPhone camera is probably more high definition than the November rain camera, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember when he was recording, like they had an iPad so they could see what the camera was seeing. Like, so if we did some scenes like where the camera was outside, sorry, it was inside facing out a window on the outside. So they were able to see outside what the camera was seeing from the inside on an iPad outside. I'm like, obviously that. You know, I'm not. I shouldn't be surprised that this exists because it's 2023. But back in the day, you're you're just hoping that you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's way different. I mean, even on our photo, most recent photo shoot was the same way. It's like there's an iPad that the photos in real time go to. You know, we're standing there, and Josh is just looking at them in real time. Yep, that's good. That's good. Yep. Eh, move your head a little bit. You know, it's 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 great. Yeah. It's it's technology is a wonderful thing. I hate the internet. I hate I hate social media and what yeah. it's done. Yeah, but technology is an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah and I'll, I'll kind sometimes. of sometimes. Yeah, so I'll also I'll segue <laughs> into that. Like you guys are old school. You're you're my age, maybe a year or two older than me. But you know, so but like we half grew up without the internet, half with it. Um, so like we're kind of like in the middle. Is is it a pain in the ass for you guys? Like, like, do you hate it or do you kind of... I've always embraced technology. I've, like, sure. since... I mean, when I, I had, you know, a Commodore 64 and, like, you know, I've always been into computers. Um, I used to write little programs and things like that when I was younger. And, and then with music technology, I've always just, you know with mixing and things like that, I always get, keep up on the latest plugins and the latest this and that. And now we're incorporating AI into some of the things that we're doing. Um, That's scary, huh? Or no? Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, but again, it's like, it's another one of those things that I think that it's here. Yeah. So you either embrace it or you miss out because other people are embracing it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the reality is you don't want to be the guy yelling at the, uh, you know, from your horse yelling at the automobile, like, this isn't going to last. Just, you can't stop it. So, well, I was yeah, saying, you know. they said that about the internet and, you know what I sure. mean? Sure. Right. This is going to destroy the world. Y2K. 
the end of the world. Remember we all died yeah. and shit? It's crazy. Yeah, we're all dead. What well, is this all yeah. right now? It's just uh Oh, this is the afterlife. Yeah, we're just <laughs> hanging out. Purgatory. Not well, what I picture the afterlife Yeah, sorry, you're hanging out with me. You know, it's <laughs> Purgatory, aka Wilkesbury. Yeah, Wilkesbury Strand area. Wow, I'm, I'm in the same place. Yeah, great. You're spending your Wednesday evening talking to fucking a blower over here. Uh, but I mean, like, I always, I, I just asked this question today. I said, you know, are the uh, AI deniers the same people who said that you won't have a calculator in your pocket at all times? And here we are. Yeah, well, I think that. Once again, like there's, you can like, I mean, there's things about it I don't like, there's things about, but there's not, there's nothing anybody's going to do. Like it doesn't, technology doesn't stop for anybody regardless. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You no. can't. Once it's there, we're going to do it. I mean, that's just the human spirit thought perhaps. If if there's yeah. something we should do, we're going to do it. Even if we shouldn't do it, we're still going to do it. That's just. You know, you can say the same thing as like, you know, the old recording on tape versus recording the digital there was there was a whole period there where everyone's like digital recording sound terrible and everyone yeah, you know, in the beginning, no. musicians <laughs> record the tape and you know i mean that whole first life or that life record was done on tape that was all recorded you know in that way and i don't think that it should have been honestly i just i just think that there's benefits to doing things digital that that just if you if you're into technology and things, you could really enhance your vision of what you want to yeah. do by by using the tools that are available now. You know, it's like without a music, it, it's like if you, had a, if you had a screwdriver versus a drill. You know what I mean? We were like, right. I don't know. Like, I like to use this screwdriver. It's just my old screwdriver that I like. You know, it's I feel like that mindset will just you know, keep you held back. So I feel technology but, embrace it. But there's also magical limitations too. So like people like a lot of stuff, I think a lot of stuff on the radio you'll hear is so perfect and so quantized and pitched perfect and all that, that it loses a lot of the human feel. And I think having the opportunity to, to make things perfect, but not always, not always doing that is still there's a balance. I think there's a balance with any technology. It's, it's a balance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, with our music in particular, we tend not to like say when I'm editing Johnny's guitars as I'm mixing it, like I don't fix all the mistakes or things like that. No. Because I feel that there's character in a lot of that stuff. And it's not like it's a, you know, they're, they're not like dinger notes all over the place. That's not yeah. like well, little minor things that you'd be like, well, that could be a little, you know, if you're just listening to that track alone, you'd be like, oh, well, that could be better. But that's, you know, context. I just feel like it's it's about the emotion of what and and the intent originally that was in, put in there that's more yeah. important than than perfection. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I have a you know, Who wants to like, hear like one looped perfect part over and yeah. over and over and over and over again, which it works in some types of music, but I just think that you know you gotta have a little bit pretty. of a little yeah. bit of real in there. Yeah, for sure. Guitar tracks just guitar tracks in the beginning. And if I if I fuck up terribly, I'll just erase everything I did. Even if I'm on the last course, I'll erase the whole thing. And then start from the beginning all over again until I got to take all the way through 
that I like. Even if there's some ugly in there, it doesn't matter because I just have to, I'd like to do it all. I just do them all the way through. I think that's like that stream of consciousness is that you get a good flow, you know, yeah. all it's all the same performance. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, you know, there's obviously editing and things like that. So but that's where sure. it becomes, you know, that's, that's our creative process where I know a lot of bands, they get so focused on everything being super perfect and there can't be any of this or any of that. And I just I sterilize it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, I just think it's, it gives it a little bit, bit more of character or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I pause it for one second. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna let you guys go. Give me one second. Sorry about that. I made it a, a, a promise to myself I would drink more water during the day. How's that working out? Uh, well, I tried. I was like, my skin has been shitty, so it's like, yeah. I, I thought maybe if I drink more water and stay hydrated, I'll, I'll, I'll it avoid the uh, going out to the cornfield and rubbing shit on my face like Nick's doing. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Flavor Town, Mr. Water. <laughs> He's great at parties, you know. <laughs> but I mean, going back to what you're saying too about you know recording thing perfect. You know how do you repeat that in a, a live setting too? It's going to sound so much different. Exactly, and then I feel like you know bands end up like like backwards processing it, and it's like then then they get to rehearsal and they're like, oh shit, how are we going to do this? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's like, like impossible. So you play live yeah. and people are pissed because you sound like shit and it's like, or you don't sound like the record does. And what are you do? Yeah. I mean, I think it's gotta be a little balance of both. You know, there's gotta be, it's still gotta be rock show. and roll. It's gotta be a different level. I think, you know, the album's the album and then live is, is live. Yeah. We're killing it live. We sound really good live. Like lately it sounds awesome. Do you guys yeah, have shows? shows? We just played with Memphis Mayfire last week and, we, yeah, surprisingly, we went over great with a crowd like that. It's like, you know, we're, we're not sure what to expect sometimes because I feel like we're so different than some, obviously, like a band like that. You know, they're a heavy right. band, so we were like, "Well, let's try it out. Let's see, <laughs> let's see if yeah. they throw shit at us or we go over well." But I, I love like, that. I love that idea. I like when I was booking shows. When I had the radio show, I had like a, a live. Uh, thing I was doing, and I would invite. So there's a main act, uh, full set, full full live band, and then I would have like an acoustic opener. And they were kind of like opposites to a degree, not completely, but a little bit. But I was thought that maybe by chance, people who came to see the the main band might be surprised and like the opener. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got a lot, like a lot of people, like surprisingly, really enjoyed it. And Memphis Mayfire guys were the most lovely, gracious, nice people like that in bands that like, I think I've met in years. They were, they were just very, very nice people. It was yeah. like, they were super sweet, real nice guys, good dudes. And so like, you know, we came out we started playing and it was like, I'm looking out there and it's like, all right. No bottles yet. No bottles yet. No bottles. But by the, by the second verse of the first song, everyone's heads bobbing. And by the time we hit that second song, they were moving around. And it was like, holy shit, we just got a metal crowd. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and, and that's the other thing that's strange is like, there's people that we know even personally that only listen to metal. And for whatever reason, they love our band. It's like... It's real strange. 
you know, we're, and then, and not just that, you know, there's younger kids. There's been a few things at that show that happened. I spoke to a mother and a daughter and they were both ecstatic and they both wanted pictures. So it was like the fact that we're connecting with, with two different generations. And genres. And different genres. Maybe. We're not very hateable. Maybe. Hateable. Maybe 2016 was just too early. Honestly, I really do think the timing of that was, is that, you know, I think, you know, in anything in life, it's, there's timing. And I think right now, for whatever reason, it's the right time. And we're just going with it. You know, we've, we've got a little bit of momentum and we're just like, you know what, let's just not stop and let's push and push and just see where we can get this thing. You know, like we're playing, um, we're playing. So when is this going to come out? Uh, Next week, probably uh, the 22nd at the latest. Okay. So then we would have already played. We played last week. We played this past weekend at Scranton. uh, It was awesome. People loved us. Electric City. It was amazing. It was an amazing show. (laughs) Uh, Part of the Electric City Music Conference. So we're doing that where we just did that on Saturday. Yeah. (laughs) And then. That's that's a V-spot. So coming up. Coming up this Sunday, we are playing at Louder Than Life Festival down in Kentucky, and we're playing on a killer day. Um, Green Day's headlining. You got Queens of the Stone Age, Turnstile, Run the Jewels. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a killer day. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're super pumped about that. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to going down there and trying it out again you know see like playing in front of a huge crowd who they've never heard of us before but there's something awesome about that there's something awesome about trying to win over a crowd that's never heard you you know yeah i mean it's gotta be like kind of like you guys are also seasoned you guys have you guys have you've been in front of large audiences I and mean, this might be the, the one of the biggest but like you're you're not you're no stranger to yeah uh, success, Crowd. right? So it's like we've done a lot of gigs for sure. You yeah, know? sure. Like like, that benefits us. It benefits nothing to us. lose. Nothing yeah, to yeah lose. we've done like, we've done everything from playing underneath the dartboard while the game is playing at the VFW, yeah. way up to <laughs> playing like giant festivals and like at W, yeah. all the way up to playing like huge like festivals yeah. or, and stuff. Like we've been in every 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 been in every, spot, every 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 rat hole and every nice place. Yeah, yeah I mean, we could we could literally talk for hours about the crazy gigs. That God, we, we need our own podcast. There's there's nothing like ripping a solo, and then you hear like people are like yeah, and then you pick your head up. It's like you know, Eagles got a first down. It's nothing to do with you. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, it's great. You know, I've we been there. This. Yeah, I mean, you guys are, are seasoned, and it's you know, there's, there's again going back to what we said before, just probably just. You know the stress is removed from from those, you know these these times yeah. because you've 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 been through it. Like who cares? Yeah. You know. And then just playing, you know, to a crowd who has never heard you before, especially of that size. I just think, again, it's like it keeps you on your toes in the sense of like you, you got to do all the things that you're like, okay, you got to try to win them over, and and you're trying. It's because you care, you know. Whereas I yeah. feel a lot of bands. Phone it in. 
they, they've already won them over. So it's like, once you, once you're there, it's like, you already have them and you kind of, you lose a little bit of that, a little bit of that vinegar or whatever that the hunger, stay hungry. You know what I mean? The hunger. So it's like, we're going out there hungry and it's like, you know, it's not a battle of the bands, but I, I've always treated every show almost like it is a battle of the bands. Not that there's a winner, Mm -hmm. but it's more of, and it's not even a competitive thing. It's just to to go out there and know that you're like killing it, and you're like totally putting a hundred percent into every performance. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're not phoning anything in. And then if if you know you did that, like that's success. You know, that's yeah. again, that's back to that success thing. It's like I just feel like you can't half-ass it or phone it in. Now, Nick and, and maybe Johnny too. I feel like you guys have always had like your toes in a couple different projects at once. Like, sure. Is this is this like a, a good feeling to kind of like have this one thing and like, hey, we're gonna really focus on this and and take it and see where it goes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely all of our energy is into this. So it's... Every, everybody in the band is a hundred percent just on board and ready to go. Awesome. Everybody's focused on one thing and it makes a big difference sure that does that's a that's a huge thing because you know it's like you could you could be involved in things where people are in it for the wrong reasons you know you have one person that's just like chasing fame you have another just trying, it, trying to make themselves feel better or something you know it, it's just you have doing it for the wrong reasons and i just think that we're all on the same page and we're all hungry and we're we're all just about the music. There's, you know, we're, we're traveling around in the van again. And it's like, <laughs> oh, honestly, awesome. we were like, you know, we were I, like, I enjoy oh, it. Shit, man, we just been demoted. You know what I mean? But yeah. then until we took our first trip in the van and we we're like, this is fucking awesome. It's like, we're laughing yeah. and we, we were having such a good time just being together that it's like, this is what it's fucking all about. This is what yeah. I, this is why I joined a band when I was a kid. You know, it's why I've always been in a band my whole life because it's about a brotherhood and like a group of people that are like together, ready to take on the world, you know? And I think, yeah, there's nothing better than that. When you have a group need- of guys that are like ready to take on the world. Yeah. You need that. Yeah. And that's really great. That, that that's kind of the attitude too, because I think I mean, it's no secret. I mean, people can do the math. I'm not going to say how old we are, but we're not getting younger, right? We're we're up there. We've been around, right? I'm actually 200. <laughs> 200. Think, yeah. I was born sometime in the mid 1800s. Yeah. You've been hanging out with Josh Balls. I mean, maybe he converted you to a vampire. That's, well, that's possible. That's that's oh. why we're together. <laughs> but I mean, you get to a certain sneak into the thing. shadows. No, you think like, oh man, I should have been doing X, Y, or Z. Like, why am I not at this level? I've been, I put so much time and effort in. Uh, so it's cool that like, you know, hey, like we're doing this. People are receptive to it. We're on these great festivals. We're having a good time. Like we're laughing. We're having fun. We're driving a van. Like that's what life's all about. You know, it's cool. Yeah. 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 That's Yeah, exactly. That is what it's about. Like what, what more do you want out of life? Really? You know yeah. what I mean? Like to, we're doing something that we love 
And, you know, we're well, all only here for a short time. So I think. Yeah, we're all going to die. Here, you might as well fucking enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And as far as uh, the rest of the year goes outside of the, the shows that you've mentioned, um, any, I mean, if the new song coming out September 22nd, which is, yeah. uh, if this yeah. releases today, it's it's out right now. Go, go stream it on all the streaming platforms. Video coming out for the song. Um, it's called Leave Me Alone. You said the day before Halloween? The day before Halloween. Yep. Yeah. Mischief <laughs> Night. Um, no, don't, don't use it as yep. a soundtrack. You want to go? So- you want? You're not going to go soaping with this or what? I mean, yeah. If you call me up, Come let's on. go. Hey, life let's is short, right? Let's go back to yeah, our roots. That's, or, that's what I'm saying. You only live once. Come on. Yeah, get the eggs out. Let's do this. We used to. Well, this is. We did this on Halloween. Was it Halloween? It was the night before my birthday. I, uh, my birthday's November first. We would go around on Halloween night. We were you know, just one time, um, and we let, we would light off fireworks in people's yards. That that's night. a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were, I was 15 years old. We definitely used to corn cars and things like that. Yeah. Okay, now let's stop right here because this is where <laughs> I was going to go with this. Dude. So backwoods down where he's at. When he was a kid, he's like, oh, we used, to, we used to go corning. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, corning. I'm like, what is that? He's like, I don't know what that is. You ever threw corn? You used to get corn, that kernels. Yeah. In the Bust field them down all there. up into a bag. We carry around huge garbage bags filled with fucking corn, and then we hide in the bushes on some road, and we'd fucking unload them on the cars. Now, as a kid, it's fucking fun, and you know it's exciting and shit. Until but don't do it. Until you know you get old enough to drive your car, right? And I can remember being probably like eighteen. And getting corned by some kids. And I was fucking, A, I almost crashed the car. B, I was like, <laughs> those motherfuckers. And I was just like ready to kill somebody. You know what I mean? So I was just like, holy shit. And then it all like went around like, what an asshole I was for doing that. You know, you yeah. just, you know, kid things. You know, yeah. I got hit with snowballs last year. You know, we we're just trying to have fun. Right. Here, and then kid. I started playing guitar. There and writing songs because I was like, it was either that or go to jail. You know, <laughs> kill someone. Last year, last year I was driving in the snow. Little dude got me. Snowball, right? Right in the Snowball. side window. I wasn't even mad. I was like, good for him. Yeah, he got me. You know what I mean? He's not on his phone, whatever. He's throwing snowballs and cards, you know? Yeah, we do stupid shit as kids. And Nick, I grew up kind of, you know, I think around where you're at, and uh, I smashed a couple mailboxes. I feel bad about that. If my son ever watches this when he's um, of age and he's driving with his buddies, if he, just don't do it, dude. Don't do oh. it. It's uh, it hurts it, your it's, hands too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm yeah, not good. proud of it. Put I'm the, not proud of somebody it. Somebody concretes it in with a steel post, and there you learn yeah. the lesson quick. Yeah, yeah. You never went cornering though, John. You know, no, I never corner? even heard of that before. Man, I feel like weird a spot hit, down there. It's a weird spot down here. Yeah, my house got tomatoed one time. Sure, a car got egged at one point, but yeah, yeah. that's a that's a niche niche miss uh, mischief. Niche mischief. Niche. That's hard to say. Niche, niche mischief, mischief is corning. 
That's, your next, that's your next band. That's a subgenre of, of, of mischiefing. <laughs> it's, you know? it's a subgenre. Yeah. So soap and eggs are mainstream, you know, lighting the dog crap on fire, the porch a little edgier, but corning. That's another level of something. <laughs> like an art, it's the art film of mischief. It's, it's the art film of mischief. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Corning. That, that'd be How a was that? Corn? <laughs> I mean, was, you're driving down 11 listening to corn. The corn just starts hitting your car. Like, what is going on in my life? That's mushrooms. your next music video, too. Why you don't do mushrooms and drive? That happens when you're driving. Imagine those. You listen to the corn. Somebody hits your car corn. Like, you slow down. What was that? You get out and you see corn. Corn's on in the car. You know what happens? You run mushrooms. You're gone, dude. You're running down by the river. Next thing you know, you're hiding behind a tree. All right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> got to be careful. Yeah. Oh, I'm picturing it in my head right now. That's that's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hate that's the picture. Stuff. Oh man, <laughs> Atlantis. That that was the lost verse in that. Isn't it ironic? Atlantis Morset uh, song. Yeah. The lost verse. She edited out. I mean, none of it's ironic, but <laughs> is that irony? Maybe. Kinda. All right. So shows. I, before I forget, though. Yeah. So, out in life would be this weekend coming up. Following weekend, we're at the Gin Mill in Northampton with saliva, or with Josie know. Scott saliva. I mean, I don't know exactly. Like, if, if it, there's two, I guess there's probably two salivas now. This is Josie, the uh, original lead singer. Which back in the day, we that was the fir- first tour I think we ever did. So it'll be cool to see him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Very cool guy. And we were we were pretty close back on that tour around that time. So nice. you guys cool guess? Him. You just guess? Did you we guess? guess? No. no. Uh, all right. Well, show's coming up. There's always time. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't judge. Do your thing. <laughs> and then the following weekend is Aftershock in Sacramento. So it's like we're we're pretty spread out. Yeah. But like I said, the, the Sacramento show is, is Aftershock. And um, that day is Tool, like Megadeth. Yes, Dave. Um, I think Limp Biscuit is on that day. <coughs> Bad Omens. Some yep. good bands on that day, too. But um, yeah. yeah. So we're looking forward to doing these, these festivals for sure. And you know, just getting out there and playing, this, spreading the good word of what we do, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the good Nick, did I, see, did I see you drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, the guy was. What are you, what, what are you, what are you doing? What time are you staying up to? Well, I don't really stay up that late, but honestly. You're a vampire now. You stay I up was all so tired from that video and so beat up. I was like, you know what? I think I actually need a coffee right now. Or I'm just going to be doing this whole interview. Like, uh, <coughs> so I was like, well, whatever. A little late night coffee never hurt anybody. I, well, I, could, I could drink coffee and go right to bed. That's how yeah. I am, too. So, like, I mean, I might, you know, might make me up till 11 or something, but I'll be good. Yeah. Well, this was, that was a, uh, I, I threw you a softball there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I threw you a softball. What do you mean? I throw oh. in all you. It's like here. What, about being a vampire? No, the co- the coffee 
Um, yeah, dead sweat coffee. We have our own coffee, coffee. brand. Nick has a bag there next to me. I thought I show you right you this, now. Though. Yeah, it was before we before we started recording. Okay, I, you know, you I was going to pull it out, and then in my mind, I was like, you know what? I think I already did that, so oh. like maybe I shouldn't do it again. And people be like, this you're ruined, my You're ruined. You're ruined. Yeah, you're ruined. I'm, I'm, a pro- I'm a professional, and you fucking blew it. So, so yes, we did a collaboration with Dead Sled Coffee here. Valley Dreams. Called, it? it's, it's a murderous world. It's a murderous world, death by chocolate. So it's a chocolate blend. Um, basically, I, I they sent me a list of flavors, and I just took all the chocolate ones, and they're all in here. So there's that. And it's got our, our little guy on the back, Barry. Okay. Who actually hangs in noir. I was going to say, yeah, that looks familiar. He's our new deity. We had another one, Gary. Um, but Johnny left him at his, la- his last house to, that he, he lived just disa- at. When I moved, he just disappeared. I really don't even know. Uh, I have a terrible memory, too, so I don't know. So Johnny know lost Gary. Johnny was scary, and then when we walked into Noir, there oh. was this new guy, and like Barry, he, he just became our new guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the Dead Sled. So it's available on their website as well on Dead Sled. I guess probably deadsled.com. Check it out. Yeah, shout out to Mike Thorwart. He's been on the show before. Uh, makes killer dude. Coffee. Yeah, he's got. He's got tons of collabs with different artists. Um, he did Kiss. Yeah, Kiss. Kiss, Disturbed. I, I, I couldn't even tell you all, all the names off the top of my head. He just, uh, again, he's one of those. Uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, he's one of those uh, Josh Balls type characters, always hustling, always working, Just, but he's just a sweet, sweet guy. And yeah, check out his coffee and what he's doing because, uh, yeah. Yeah, Dead Flint's great. Yeah. Dead so again, you know, p- part of this uh, NEPA uh, scene, uh, we'll, we'll shout out Rich Howells too because I feel like we keep seeing saying NEPA scene, and his website is called NEPA scene. So yep. he does great things to the area as far as entertainment goes. So shout out to Rich. Yeah, but fine. guys, I mean, uh, I, I'm I'm pumped. You know that uh, Death Valley Dreams is back, um, being received well. You guys are on some great great festivals. You know, new music, videos, you name it. So um, I'm pumped. Let's see. Yeah, you gonna come out? Are you coming out last Saturday? Last Saturday. <laughs> yeah, you're so, coming out last Saturday. So yeah, so like I, I've got like a a couple um, shows that I've been requested to be at. Not that I'm anybody or, or like I need to be at these things. Like, that show that day, there's a particularly high amount of shows happening. <laughs> yes, there are. There's uh, so the V spot. Great line up there. Uh, sorry, missed it. Uh, but also, the Jazz Cafe has a a, a show, um, which, which we won't be. We sure as hell won't be attending. Um, <laughs> but there's just like there's uh, other other venues just have motionless and white. There's the whole montage. The montage, right? Exactly. So there's a, there's so much uh, happening going on. So it's uh, if you're if, if there's you're, only one place to have been. And because what happened on Saturday was crazy, so the V spot was nuts. You guys, it anyone was nuts. watching this right now was you guys missed out. Well, so yeah. 
It was a big deal. Just, just yeah. know that it was nuts when yeah. you're thinking about where you might go in the future. Yeah, Nick Nick <laughs> lit the stage on fire. It's yeah. funny you say that. It's funny you say that. Yeah, this was Vinny, your idea. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny uh, allowed it. Vinny was, Vinny was on stage naked. He was on board. I don't know. Yeah, he he was, was, he was, he was, it was his idea. He's naked yeah. on stage with you guys. So It was a wild night. Sorry I missed it. Too bad. Well, you blew it. Next time. Next time. <laughs> But uh, where can people find you guys on uh, the thing that I hate that is the internet? At, at sometimes, most of the time, I love it. I mean, just I just it. search Death Valley Dreams. We're like you know Instagram at Death Valley Dreams, TikTok at Death Valley Dreams, Facebook at Death Valley Dreams. It's everything at Death Valley Dreams except for I believe Twitter or X. I, I think we're DVD official because Death Valley Dreams was too long, so we couldn't use that. Cool. But we're everywhere. Just Spotify. Just just search our name and come up. Got it. Well, um, I'm glad that I was able to finally connect with you via your publicist. Once again, shout out to uh, Tori Texas <laughs> at WTF, which is whoa, that's fresh. I like that a lot. And um, hopefully, I see you guys sooner than later. Uh, it's, it's been a minute, so I appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, it's been great catching you. up again i'm happy thrilled actually that uh death valley dreams is back and uh looking forward to uh what's next appreciate great. it man so, thank you right, appreciate guys. it thanks a lot all right thank dude. you i appreciate it have a good day i mean right, peace. peace.